0: I'd like to welcome you once again to today's August Ask the Expert call. Now, without any further delay, I'd like to introduce today's host, David Molman with Align Technology. David, you now have the floor.
1: Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on today's Ask the Expert webinar, Next Level Success, the 4Ps of Predictably Getting to 50 Cases a Year with Dr. Paul Black. You'll learn two C hours for attending today's program, and you'll receive important instructions on how to obtain your CE certificate at the conclusion of the presentation. Additionally, CE hours will automatically be added to your Invisalign Doctor site account. Please allow two to four weeks for CE hours to appear on your account. Please know you're able to listen to today's program via the webcast and throughout the webinar, you'll have the opportunity to ask ask text questions, which our presenter will answer at the conclusion of the presentation. I apologize in advance if we're unable to answer everyone's questions since our time is limited, but we will follow up after the program to answer any outstanding text questions. Today's program will be archived in its entirety on on the education tab over your Invisalign Doctor site where you may also access archived versions of all of our previous ASCI Expert programs anytime for CE hours. It's now my distinct pleasure to introduce our speaker today, Dr. Paul Black. Dr. Paul Black has been treating Invisalign patients at his private practice in Bettendorf, Iowa since 2004 and reached the level of Invisalign's premier provider in 2006. Dr. Black graduated with degrees in economics and business administration from Augustana College in 1974. He worked for the International Harvester Company for six years before entering Dental School at the University of Iowa College of Dentistry, where he graduated from in 1985. Dr. Black has been feature, a featured speaker at several GP summits, and has presented the seminar the little practice That could to numerous Invisalign study clubs across the country. He's been in private practice in Bettendorf, Iowa for 30 years. So without further de- delay, I'll turn the program over to Dr. Black. Dr. Black, you know how before.
0: Thank you, David, and good morning everyone from beautiful, sunny, 75-degree Iowa. Hope you're enjoying your summer and I'd like to welcome you to Next Level Success. The four Ps of predictably getting to 50 cases a year. I am Dr. Paul Black, and today I want you to all ask yourself, is your practice ready and capable of achieving next level success? You know, uh, some practices seem to be able to achieve the 50 case level each year, and others struggle to do it even one time. The difference between practices that perform at the next level and those that don't comes down to two important ingredients, in my opinion. Those ingredients are leadership and systems. Without these qualities, a dental practice, or any business for that matter, will likely struggle to achieve a different level regardless of how much energy is put forward. Think of it this way. If you're on a ship in the middle of the ocean without a captain to direct it, and a fully trained crew with the proper tools to make the ship perform, you're probably just gonna get bounced around. Only the tides will control your direction and it may take you places you don't want to go. In fact, some of these ships will eventually sink. The same is true of your business. Einstein once said, we don't have to think more, we have to think differently. Today, my mission is to help you organize your thoughts and to think differently especially as it relates to Invisalign. With the proper thought process and the will to change, you'll be able to climb new levels quickly. First, we need to do some housekeeping. The statements and opinions expressed in this program and related course materials are mine alone. Align Technology may not endorse my statements, views, or opinions, and attendees are responsible for legal and regulatory compliance of any marketing or referral programs. At the end of this program, you'll be directed to a website where you, or after a brief survey, you'll be able to immediately claim your continuing education certificate. Please note that my website address and my phone number will be available at the end of the presentation should you need to contact me regarding anything discussed in this presentation. I invite you to contact me anytime. So with that in mind, let's begin. As I said, I am Dr. Paul Black, and I practice in Bettendorf, Iowa, which is part of the Quad Cities area. If you look at this map, Bettendorf is all the way on the eastern side of Iowa. Iowa has around 3 million residents combined and is typically stereotyped as farm country. And while farming is a huge part of our economy, we're now attracting many high-tech companies in our major cities like Des Moines, Iowa City, Cedar Rapids, and the Quad Cities. As you can see, the Quad Cities is unique because it's split down the middle by the Mississippi River. In fact, it's the only area on the Mississippi River where the river goes east and west. The Quad Cities is made up of four cities, Davenport and Bettendorf on the Iowa side, where I live and practice, and Rock Island and Moline on the Illinois side. And we're about 150 miles due west of Chicago and 150 miles due east of Des Moines. We have major companies in our area like Deer Alcoa, and the Rock Island Arsenal, which is our largest employer, but primarily we're a blue-collar area. I graduated from Augustana College in Rock Island in 1974 with a Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Business Administration. And as David said, I also graduated from the University of Iowa with my DDS in 1985. And in between these years, I worked for about six years for the International Harvester Company in production management and I certainly learned a lot about business by working at that company. I just celebrated my 30th year in private practice on June 30th, and I was privileged to speak at this year's General Practitioners Summit last month in Las Vegas, where I presented Faces and Places, Turning Community Events into Invisalign Cases. You'll be able to listen in to that in the near future on the archive presentations in your VIP account. As David also said, I was certified in 2004 and I've been a premier provider since 2006 and I've produced over 500 cases and counting. I've spoken to numerous study clubs across the country, including, um, uh, including the, and also the, the Chicago Midwinter Meeting, the Greater New York Dental Meeting, And I'm probably best known for my 2009 GP summit presentation entitled The Little Practice That Could. And also my 2013 webinar entitled Invisalign Economics. And again, these are on your VIP website for your perusal. Many of you know my story and how I developed a type B practice. Although I had a type A mentality, especially coming from an assembly line business like International Harvester, I got off to a very rough start in my practice, which included a murder-suicide of my first partner. And after a few other mishaps in the first few years of practice, I came to the conclusion that maybe a bigger practice wasn't better, maybe a better practice was better. So I've dedicated the last 20 years to perfecting uh, balance of work, play, and rest. And as you can see, I work three and a half days a week and I have three full-time employees. And on the average, I take about eight weeks vacation a year. How can I do that, you ask? The answer lies in focus. I've made Invisalign the centerpiece of my practice and the entry point. Invisalign is about 40% of my practice, hygiene about 20%, and restorative the other 40%. It's been a perfect prescription for balance, which includes enjoyment, profitability, and accomplishment. And I describe my practice as an invisible niche practice where we are constantly delivering the best that dentistry has to offer every day. I hope you feel the same way about your practice. If not, let's see if we can't move in that new direction today. This is my amazing team. Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, once said, You're only as good as the people you hire. I take those words seriously, and I hired three fantastic people. To the left is Janice, my Gen X assistant, who can literally do it all, especially iTero scans. And to the right is Crystal, my incredible millennial hygienist, who is an amazing communicator and motivator with our patients. And in the middle is Pam, my extraordinary baby boomer office coordinator, who has been with me for over 20 years, and is the glue that holds the place together. I'm a big believer in having different generations as employees, as it gives different perspectives of how age groups view the world. And by the way, all of my employees have undergone Invisalign treatment of their own free will. Talk about employees that are knowledgeable of a product you're looking at them. Let's discuss learning objectives for this webinar. First, we want to identify the four P's, and secondly, We want to understand the four P's as they relate to Invisalign. Next, we'll discuss relevant issues as they relate to implementing Invisalign in our practices. Then we'll discuss best practice strategies. And let's also identify our practice strengths and weaknesses. And certainly last, we want to get our team on board to make all this happen. While most of us are aware of what systems are, very few of us actually have written systems in place. The ideal system is a written system that everyone can follow and maintain. And in the absence of a written system, the default system becomes, this is the way we've always done it. I always joke that my primary system involves me yelling down the hallway. But the truth is, in order to have consistent results, everything must be done the same way each time and the fundamentals of the system must never be breached. Systems are, in fact, a little boring. First, you dream up the idea. That's, of course, the exciting part. And then you try to convert the idea to success and execute it over and over again. Ask the late Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, about systems, and he would have told you their value in the building of a burger empire. You cook the burgers the same way for the same amount of time with the same ingredients each single time, the idea is repeatable by each level, even, excuse me, even entry-level employees. It's always the same time routine, no variation, because when you have variations, you make mistakes, and mistakes cost time and money to fix and ultimately sabotage your success. When it comes to dentistry, we're really no different than McDonald's. We must strive for written systems that are meaningful to success. Whether they are clinical or office procedures, they've got to be easily repeated. So how do we organize our thought process? We must know what the fundamentals are and create a thought process in each area. Even if you don't play golf, it's a game that can teach you a lot about the systematic approach to success. When I play golf, I I, I like to think of swing thoughts. These are a few thoughts as I step up to the ball to create a more consistent contact. Usually, I start with proper grip and posture. Then, I make sure my alignment and ball position are correct. And then, I think about a rhythmic, smooth takeaway of the club. And finally, I mentally see the club at the top of the swing. Normally speaking, if I do these things correctly, I can finish the swing and have a much better chance of solid ball contact. If I have start to have trouble with my game, it's normally because I violated some of these fundamentals. So I always go back and review each area until everything starts to synchronize. The same is true of building an invisible practice. There are swing thoughts and fundamentals we must, ma- we must master. For our purposes, there are four areas we will discuss that are critical to business success. And they are as follows product. For our purposes, this will obviously be Invisalign. Place, this relates to the subliminal message your office decor is sending to your patients. Price, there is so much misunderstanding about pricing. You must learn to think like a consumer in order to understand this area. And last, promotion, how can we successfully send the message that we are an Invisalign practice? Mastering each of the four Ps is the secret to breaking free from our own gravitational restraints. Without clear systems in place, you are relying on your own energy to break free into the rare air, so to speak. I urge you to take a hard look at your practice and determine if you are ready for the next level. Let's figure out today how to get to 50 cases a year consistently, year after year. I'm a firm believer that all human beings develop habits. Some habits are good, some bad, some even destructive. We tend to stick with these habits because if they worked for me yesterday, it will work for me today. I see a lot of this in dental practices. It's actually almost a self-protection in a way. Until we realize that the habits are either ruining us or at the very least outdated. The definition of a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that's hard to give up. Habits become ingrained when we experience some degree of enjoyment, pleasure, or success. And they tend to perpetuate because we're either afraid of the consequences of breaking the habit or physically dependent on the habit. To break a habit, we have to envision a better life will exist after the old habit is gone. It is possible that a new and better habit can take the place of an old habit. And the conclusion is, new and better systems can take the place of old, outdated functioning systems non-functioning systems and become the new habit. So what's the new paradigm shift that's going on out there? I think most of us are aware of this, but this is what I mean by outdated habits. My generation of dentists was trained to treatment plan in a very specific way. And when I went to dental school in the early 80s, this is what treatment plan looked like. First, we would do diagnosis, and then we would do periodontal treatment, And then of course we do decay removal. And then we obviously, before we got to restorative treatment, we were all taught to do occlusal analysis and then restorative treatment last. Orthodontic treatment, especially for adults, was rarely used except in advanced skeletal issues or aesthetic enhancement. Today we are clearly in a digital world and this is how I treatment plan today. I do diagnosis, periodontal treatment, decay removal, occlusal analysis, but prior to any restorative treatment, I always consider orthodontic treatment. After restorative treatment is complete, I I normally uh, do follow-up occlusal and periodontal maintenance. The conclusion is that orthodontics is a prerequisite for restorative care. In fact, I would go so far to say that orthodontic treatment is also mandatory, is is mandatory before crown and bridge or implants are placed. The only exception to this rule in my practice is significant breakdown that has to be repaired immediately. In my practice and those of many of the practices that are at the next level, Invisalign is, and I want want you to understand this, this is everyday dentistry, this is not something we do um, as a side show, this is something we do every day in our practice and it's part of our new habits. The first topic we're going to discuss is products. And while the term product speaks for itself, there's much more to this than meets the eye. Mastering the product is the first step in breaking free. The doctor and staff have to have an all-in mentality. If you're just dabbling in this, there's likely, the likelihood is that you won't succeed. And frequently, frequently doctors are trying to be everything to everybody. If you concentrate your efforts in fewer areas, you may get better results. But one thing for sure I can tell you is, if you place all your efforts into a single area, like Invisalign, you'll get maximum results. Invisalign is a skill that can be easily mastered. And like I said, it's everyday dentistry, and it's no longer a procedure that needs to be referred. So I want you to attend all the continuing education you can, especially from Align Technology, and you'll find a lot of it right on their website. Product mastery. Next-level doctors really understand a few things that are crucial to success. You can't achieve a higher number of cases until you understand how the product works. So you want to understand everything there is to know about the product, You can't say you're an Invisalign doctor and not know everything about the product. This includes the history of the product, the technology behind the product, and the manufacturing steps in the product. Every aspect of the product must be understood. ClinCheck controls, attachment protocol, power ridges, retention, and so on. Next level doctors are aware of changes to the product as they become available. The product actually is really the complete service package you are selling. It's not just Invisalign alone. It is really about the entire experience the patient has from initial contact to completion, but none of this can take place unless you know everything there is to know about what you're promoting. I want you to consider uh, a number of different things. Intend live Invisalign courses, like certification courses, intermediate courses, records training, Uh, for your staff. And also, Invisalign offers on the VIP website, as you know, Ask the Expert Webinars. They're both new and archived. Clinical Outcome Sections. GP Summit is every two years. You just missed it, but again, it will be happening in 2017. It's an amazing place to connect and really understand what's going on in the world of Invisalign. And also, there are a number of study groups that you can contact either locally. And my favorite is, of course, the Costa Rica Study Club. If you ever get a chance to go to that, you're going to learn a great deal about how uh, the computerization is, is done in Costa Rica. It's an amazing experience. Also take straight wire courses so that you have extra tools in your tool chest and network with doctors who have more experience, like me, and I'll be happy to help you anytime. The conclusion is get educated and stay committed. Let's discuss place. Again, although self-explanatory on the surface, what kind of message does your office send to your patients? If you want to be an Invisalign practice, then I suggest you consider the following ideas. First, your office must reflect that you are the Invisalign practice. Be sure to take advantage of a captive audience. For example, only Invisalign literature and continuous loop DVDs in the reception areas. No extra magazines, anything of that sort. Let them know exactly who you are. The core should reflect a high quality practice that emphasizes Invisalign and have all operatories set up with sample clinchecks, brochures, and all things Invisalign. Have the core on your walls to speak to Invisalign as well. And we'll show you that in just a second. And make sure your equipment's up to date. And we'll also have a little conversation about that in just a second. Here's an example of my office decor. I call this the wall of fame. I got this idea from Dr. David Gase, who is an aligned faculty member. We painted an accent wall in the hygiene department, Invisalign blue. We added some block lettering above, and then added some after photos of Invisalign patients. And it's a perfect place to promote Invisalign, as my hygienist is always discussing this with patients. The total cost of all this is about $250. And you really don't need to spend a fortune to get the message out, especially in your own office. Part of your strategy for place should include not only up-to-date decor, but also equipment. If you haven't joined the world of digital scanners, the new iTero element is scheduled to be released early next year, and it's a perfect place to start. It's affordable and can scan a full arch in under five minutes. It also has an amazing outcome simulator for chair-side viewing and discussion with each of your patients. The accuracy is amazing and speeds the ClinCheck process up by at least a week. I often get clinchecks back in just a single day. If you're going to be an Invisalign doctor, I would strongly recommend replacing the old GUI impression material with this equipment. As you can see, this machine has incredible capabilities. And I felt it was important to update you on this as it has taken scanning to a whole new level. Again, this is a new habit for a lot of practices, but the days of impression material are numbered. I also use my Itero for the majority of my restorative work. I use it for crowns, bridges, implant custom abutments, veneers, inlays, onlays. And it can really support any kind of material, including porcelain, PFM, zirconia, composite, full gold. I primarily use zirconia and Emax in my practice, but it can support any of these materials. The powder-free operation enables me to perform comprehensive full mouth reconstruction and safe scanning of surgical sites. I can export iTero restorative scans in STL formats leading uh, dental laboratories uh, through my, that have the, the uh, matching CAD/CAM, excuse me, cad systems, I can integrate Itero scans with cone beam CT data for use with third-party treatment uh, providers, most notably my oral surgeons. And you know, the patented Itero new models are just amazing. You can order these if necessary, but many times. Many times, most of the work you'll be doing will be modelist. Let's talk about pricing next. The rules of pricing. Pricing is one of the most misunderstood areas in dentistry. The days of raising prices across the the board may be gone. With HMOs and PPOs and big box dentistry creating an uncertain future for insurance, now more than ever, we are in an environment where we must response to normal supply and demand pressures of literally each procedure in our practice what's right for one doctor is uh, in one area may not may be completely different for another doctor in another area I have some simple rules that I have developed over the years that have been successful in my practice and I'd like to share those with you understanding these rules is imperative to helping pricing strategies first, Create value before increasing prices. The days of increasing prices ac- across the board may be over at least for the foreseeable future. If you can't show value in your procedures, then patients may go down the street to your competitor. Value is a multifaceted beast beast, and we don't have time to tackle that beast today, but it is the key component in any price you set. Although Good healthcare is not technically a commodity. It's still subject to price sensitivity, especially elective procedures like Invisalign. Secondly, raise prices as high as possible and no higher, and this correlates to value. If you provide extreme value and the public knows it, don't shortchange or undercut your prices need- needlessly. Raise or lower individual prices according to supply and demand and not necessarily across the board. We touched on this earlier that the days of just raising prices by a percentage across the board may be the old paradigm, and we're trying to change paradigms today. In general, if your schedule is booked tightly for any given procedure, then prices for that procedure may be increased. If you need to create more demand for a procedure, lo- consider lowering your prices to increase the demand. I prefer all-inclusive pricing whenever possible to ensure patients that they will not be nickel and dimed later on down the road. In the past, I included everything with treatment, including one free ref- refinement, a set of retainers, and free bleaching. However, as the cost of doing business has predictably increased, I've attempted to protect my price point, which I'll discuss with you shortly, with a la carte pricing. This simply means charging for services that can be split off from the main procedure. The airlines do this by charging separately for luggage, meals, and seat assignments. With Invisalign, you can charge separately for things like retainers or additional refinements. Buyers tend to under- underestimate the cost. Most people think in prices 10 years ago. If you charge $5,000 for a procedure, chances are most patients will think that it should cost 20% less, say $4,000. We often tend to think in yesterday's prices. Becoming sensitive to this is critical for correct pricing. And last but not least, we want to, in general, charge less for entry-level services. Remember, Invisalign is an entry-level service in my practice. And for our purposes, we want to make Invisalign the front door of our practice, so we want to charge less to create momentum. Don't mistake this for being a loss leader. We are simply trying to create volume and spin off of other procedures with this lower pricing. I know Bill of bring back awful memories of stats classes, but if you were paying attention, you would know... Then almost every calculation regarding the population of the world is governed by this curve. Let's assume that the right side of the curve represents people who spend unlimited amounts of money to get Invisalign. And the left side, minus four, represents the individuals who could not afford Invis- Invisalign under any circumstance. As you can see, zero in the middle of the curve represents a price that 50% of the people in your area can afford. The trick is to find a price that 75% or minus one standard deviations can afford. When you raise your fees, you're running the risk that you may be eliminating a large number of people under the curve. If you want higher volume, you're going to have to settle on a price that includes more people. Another component of affordability is financing arrangements, which we'll discuss shortly. If there's one thing that causes confusion in most practices, it is pricing. Price points are absolutely imperative to the success and health of the bottom line. And here are some of my specific strategies that may give you a starting point for developing price points in your practice, especially regarding Invisalign. I found that my price point for capturing 75 percent of the potential patients under the bell curve in my area was 39.95 this may differ on the side depending on the size and incomes of people in your community as soon as i reduced my fee below four thousand dollars my cases doubled what i noticed is that when patients came for consultations some of them who had consultations at other offices in our area had been quoted five to $6,000 for a full case. Frequently they would mention that they remembered braces costing around $4,000 the last time they checked. Therefore I decided to meet the price they had in their heads and voila, my cases increased almost instantly. If you can beat the average price in your area by even 10 or 20%, you have a leg up on your competition and your caseload will likely increase. One of my favorite memories as a young man growing up in Chicago was this slightly quirky, scary guy named Earl Scheib, you may remember him, who would opine that he could pay any car for 99.95. These commercials taught me the value of price points. For example, never charge $100 for something you can charge $99.95 for. He would also have some kind of value-added giveaway and a deadline. Although we frequently laughed at these commercials, they left a lasting effect on me. Scheid had a price point and also had a, value off, off, uh, excuse me, a value-added service free polyurethane coating, as well as a deadline on the offer. I've constructed an offer very similar to Shive's offer that I use on virtually all of my marketing and advertising flyers, TV and radio commercials, print ads, and more. And it goes something like this. Straight White Teeth by Dr. Paul Black. $1,500 off treatment, regularly fifty four ninety five, dollars now only $39.95 includes free excuse me free bleaching and in, in office interest free payments offered good until September thirtieth twenty fifteen. Using these principles, we've had a huge it's had a huge impact on my sales, especially when you're consistent with your message. Uh, and that is exactly what I learned from Earl Scheib. Let's talk about those financing strategies. This is the second component of a solid strategy to increase sales. If you are still making everyone qualify for third-party financing, you are excluding a lot of potential patients under that bell curve that we spoke about, and you're losing an enormous amount of money to your finan- to financing charges. And let me explain what I mean by this. Since interest rates are so low on money market and CD's, for every dollar you put in the bank, the rate of return is almost negligible. If you finance someone with a third party, you may lose 10% or more in financing charges. Although many a practice management specialist would say this is a crazy idea, why not become the bank at that point? For example, in my practice, I charge a non-refundable down payment upfront so that the patient has some skin in the game. I usually charge one-fourth of my fee as a down payment. Then I structure interest-free payments over the course of one year that we bill out monthly with either a debit or credit card or direct bank withdrawal on file. If you will notice, I've kept the down payment under $1,000, $995, and monthly payments at a comfortable $250 over the course of a year. These figures are also price points that through trial and error, we have found for work about, that work for about 75% of our prospective patients. I know you're taking some risk here, but in my experience, there are very few people that will walk away from their investment. After one year, we charge interest of 2% per month on any remaining balances as a prod to get accounts paid off on time. The majority of the time, they are paid off. Of course, all this is in writing at the beginning of treatment. And because most cases take about a year or more, this has worked out very well. And FYI, for uh, for express cases, we, we finance them typically no longer than six months. Accounts receivable have a bad com- connotation sometimes, but I actually embrace higher receivables with with orthodontic treatment because ortho is ongoing. You can afford to have higher receivables. I actually feel it's a good thing. Over time, receivables get larger the more cases you do and actually provide positive cash flow in lean months. And haven't we all had a few lean months? My office, my in-office financing strategy looks something like this. Total case fee is $39.95, $9.95 down a month for 12 months, 2% interest on all outstanding balances after one year. Again, please note that I have price points for the down payment under $1,000 and for the monthly payment, $250. We do offer special pricing. I never like to use the word discount with a patient. So for those who want to pay for their entire case up front, we offer an additional five percent bookkeeping adjustment for cash, check, or even credit card in full. It's still cheaper than third-party financing, and if the patient thinks they got a great deal, they're much more likely to send their friends and family. When it comes to promoting Invisalign, any product, or any product for that matter, there are building blocks that we must adhere to. First and foremost, you must develop a unique selling proposition, also known as a USP. This is a simple one or two line statement that describes your business. It's so concise that you could put it on the back of a business card and everyone will know what it is that you're promoting. My USP, as you already know, is Straight White Teeth by Dr. Paul Black. And I'll show you shortly how I use this in my promotional activities. In regards to the building blocks, First, spend your resources on creating great signage before any other promotional activity. Start with internal office signage, then external, then external signage later in the game. Second, develop a great website that is totally dedicated to Invisalign. Even if you have another website, develop a separate website for Invisalign that links to your current website. Make sure that it's not cookie-cutter, but it's interactive with lots of information and videos, and the prospective patient can make an appointment to contact you easily. And also, a strong presence on social media is one of the least expensive ways to get your message across. Third, I love to attend community events where I make a surprising number of consultation appointments. These include health, health fairs and bridal fairs. I especially like attending corporate health fairs. For more detailed information about this, check out my presentation online from this year's GP Summit, which deals with these community events. Fourth, once you've mastered the first three areas and your case count is starting to grow, you may be ready for mass media. Start first with internal direct mail, and then again, external campaigns later. I'm personally not a big fan of direct mail as they tend to be unpredictable and expensive. I've had better success with TV and radio, primarily radio. There are two ways to attack uh, these these, uh, mass medias that have worked well for us. First, you can create a basic theme or jingle around your USP or brand to create awareness. This takes time and patience but works extremely well or you can take over the radio station for, say, like a day with a special offer to drive immediate traffic. You want to concentrate all your efforts into a small period of time with deadlines. I did this just a couple of weeks weeks ago and generated 14 consults. If you need more information on this, please feel free to contact me on the particulars. I'd like to play an audio for you of the jingle I have that creates awareness. I use this top-of-mind uh, approach for, uh, like I said, consumer awareness, and then I occasionally do a one-day takeover to keep things fresh.
1: Get straight white teeth from Dr. Paul Black. Invisalign. Straight
0: white teeth. It's not too late to act. Invisalign. Invisalign, the first name in cosmetic dentistry. Realign your teeth in no time, almost invisibly. You're recreating nature's art and arts. Will notice that's a fact every time Get straight white teeth from Dr. Paul Black Invisalign. I bet that one will stick in your head the rest of the day, won't it? And that's the whole idea. We're trying to create awareness and that, that simple thought process, straight white teeth uh, by Dr. Paul Black so that when it's time for them to think about Invisalign, I've kept my message simple and consistent and they know exactly where to go. Let me show you some examples of internal practice promotion. Let's take a step back to the beginning when we're first building our Invisalign practice from the ground up. One of the first things I would recommend is to promote your practice from within before seeking out external patients. And here are some basic ideas uh, that I'll show you. Uh, On the left is an example of practice signage. And this practice signage is very simple to create. We simply had a magnetic sign made up with all of my my, uh, pertinent information on it. And on the right is our first Invisalign production day in 2006 where we started 15 cases. By the way, um, at the time I only had two employees. If you are going to go ahead and do an Invisalign production day, Make sure that you tap into your uh, territory manager, who can assist you with this. I want you to canvass your patient population first, like I said, and let them know that you're providing Invisalign as a primary service in your practice. When you decide to do this, that, this is the time to send out emails and direct mail to inform them. And remember that you want to have all your signage in place prior to uh, prior to doing this. So one of the best ways, like I said, is an Invisalign production day to get things kicked off. You want to invite your patients, their family, their friends to participate. And again, your territory manager can be instrumental in helping you do this. And the conclusion that I would give you here is that you want to tap your practice first with prospective patients before committing, before committing to external advertising. Let's do a quick review of external of external marketing. And there are now let uh, there, there are six possible ways to externally advertise. And we've already discussed a few of these, but let's take a look at each area as I've categorized them. Again, we have TV and radio, print ads and billboards, direct mail, internet and mobile ads, social media, and I also briefly discussed community events. When it comes to external advertising, you must know some basic basic rules in order to make it worth the expenditure. Most practices bounce from one thing to the next with no success, but here are some basic rules that may help you. First is the triangulation concept. You must have at least three of the aforementioned after mentioned six areas of external advertising in place to amplify and maximize results. One medium alone is not enough. Think of a laser beam and how it works. It takes multiple points of light focusing on one area to create enough energy to be able to work. Many of you dabble in one area and expect huge results, and it simply doesn't work like that. You must diversify your portfolio of advertising. When it comes to a target market, I want you to think females 25 to 55. Although, age group, all, although all age groups are important to your practice, and certain areas of the country have certainly slightly different target markets, this is always a good place to start. It's been shown that females 25 to 55 are responsible for 80% of all healthcare decisions. So typically, this is a great place to target your efforts. I believe that a return on investment of 10 to 1 is our target goal for each advertising dollar I'll spend. You'll hear a lot of different things out there, but you really should be shooting for this number. I'm constantly looking for this return and evaluating each project by this standard. and I believe it needs to I believe that each uh, ad that I run needs to be run at least a year in length and then can be reviewed. The more time the ad campaign runs, the better it can be evaluated. Yet another mistake that most practices make is trying to sell multiple services in one ad. Do not clutter your ads, with other procedures. Don't try to sell all your services. Make Invisalign the center of attention. Invisalign is the entry point to my niche practice, and that's why I want and that's what I want prospective patients to be aware of. Most importantly, once you start advertising, never take your foot off the gas pedal. I'm sure you have seen NASCAR races where a driver slows down for just a split second and everyone passes by. Believe me, the same is true with your competition. This is my external advertising dollar breakdown for 2014. You can see, excuse me, you can see that uh, actually I have a triangulation of website and online marketing. I also did mall advertising and i also did community events and those are the primary things that i did in 2014. and here's actually the advertising dollar breakdown in 2014 i spent approximately three thousand dollars on internal marketing i spent three thousand dollars on website and mobile advertising I spent $6,500 on mall advertising. I spent $2,000 on community events, and approximately another $500 on miscellaneous uh, marketing ideas. Uh, we spent a total of $15,000, and we started 68 cases. So for anyone who is thinking about ab- you need a large sum of money to advertise, you simply don't. There are other ways to do this that are cost effective. Here's my advertising system for Invisalign. It's a simple advertising system that will help you stay focused. First, set a monthly budget of 5% or less of your gross collections. You can set a budget at whatever you can afford, but make sure to spend it every month. Next, add 5% of your trailing month's revenues to your original budget and spend that the next month. So let's say you set your original budget at $1,000 per month. And let's now assume you start two new Invisalign cases next month and generate $10,000 in production. I want you to take 5% of that $10,000 or $500 and add it to your original budget of $1,000. This will give you $1,500 to spend the next month. And the point of this is you're reinvesting in advertising which should presumably create even more cases in the future. Remember, spend it on Invisalign only. And of course, start with the basics like signage, and then website and practice appearance. And next, internal marketing. And then and then, then and only then, start external marketing. Next, We want to master the sales process, and this is a huge key. You can have everything else in place, all the four P's in place, but if you don't master the sales process, there's a chance that you'll still fail. So I have uh, also some additional ideas on the sales process that you can check out from my GP Summit uh, um, Faces and Places, which we'll talk a little bit more about uh, sales process in depth. Again, you must master the sales process. And last, stay consistent. Consistency is always the key to next level success. Don't jump around, don't change ideas, make sure you have all the four P's in place and stay consistent with it. Here's an example of a fair booth. This is an example of a community event that I attend. This happened to be at the Women's Health and Lifestyle Fair. It's a perfect target market for Invisalign, with primarily females 25 to 55 in attendance. And by the way, this particular fair has approximately 12,000 people attending, which greatly improves your odds for success. And you can see what I have on my table there is quite basic. I have signage, Uh, so that people are well aware of who I am and what I'm promoting. We have brochures. We have uh, special offer flyers. And these are things that we consistently place on these tables. Here is an example of corporate health fairs. I love corporate health fairs. This is a fantastic way to find patients. These prospective patients usually have great orthodontic insurance and they have enough disposable income to afford orthodontic treatment. As you can see, this particular health fair took place at Beers Corporate Healthcare, or excuse me, World Headquarters. And I can't tell you the value of being able to uh, connect with companies in your area. Uh, you are typically going to get great patients and their friends and family to come in and visit you. So. This is one of the best ways I can think of to promote your practice if you want to do it inexpensively. And my goal at these community events is to make consultation appointments. And from there it's up, it's up to you to convert these into, in these, case, these contacts into cases. Again, it goes through the sales process. So again, I would like to invite you to listen to my GP summit presentation on the VIP website. I I think it's going to be up fairly shortly, entitled Faces and Places, Turning Community Events into Invisalign Cases, and it will give you a more in-depth look at how I've turned these events into, into a successful cornerstone of my practice. And it's going to assist you in the mindset for successful sales process. Last but not least are examples of mall advertising. On the left, is a table I set up to speak with people during busy times like our recent tax-free holiday before school starts. And it's a wonderful way to just connect with people uh, and you can literally make, again, consultation appointments right on the spot. And of course we normally uh, will go to the mall uh, during Thanksgiving and Christmas and have conversations with people then and that's a great time to connect with people as well. And on the other side is our mall kiosk, which is something I have in place. And this has been a very successful uh, thing for us. Um, We normally, again, simply put brochures and special offer flyers on here. I affectionately call this the hot dog cart because we typically go out twice a week to clean this up and you never know what you're gonna find on it. But it's been a really effective way to communicate with people. And it's something that's very simple. By the way, that card only costs $540 a month, so, you know, you don't have to do uh, an expensive, you don't have to make this an expensive proposition as well. So, let's talk about some concluding thoughts. In my opinion, success is no accident, it's intentional. But to be successful, we must master certain principles. To reach 50 or more cases a year, you've got to be honest with yourself. You have to take a look, good look at what's going on in your practice. You must be in command of each one of the four P's in your practice. Product, place, price, and promotion. Your team absolutely has to be on board to ramp up the number of cases. There is no possible way I could do 50-plus cases a year without my team fully committed to
1: Uh, what we're doing.
0: Next, you must uncover your weaknesses and fix them. And that sounds like a simple process, but you have to be honest with yourself. You You have to ask yourself, what are the things, which one of the four P's is holding me back, or is it multiple things? You have to literally find your weakness, and you have to be willing to look it straight in the face and correct it. You have to develop an action plan also around the four P's. If you are struggling to develop an action plan and written goals, as most teams do, I want you to feel free to contact me and I'll be happy to forward you a worksheet that may help in this this process. And I'll provide my contact information, like I said, shortly. Again, you want to develop these written goals. Written goals are so important. Written systems, written goals. That's the one thing I want you to walk away from this today with. Review them frequently with yourself, your staff, and make sure that they're out in front of everyone so that they know exactly how you want to run this process at each and every process in your practice. Don't expect results overnight, but be prepared for success because success often comes quicker than you think. Most of us have the will to win, but few have the will to prepare to win. uh, That's a great quote from basketball coach Bob Knight. So I hope you will prepare to win. So I want to thank you so much for listening in today. I wanted to keep it simple and short so that you walk away with simple swing thoughts, like I said. Uh, If you have any questions, I'll be taking those questions in just a few moments. Or if you prefer, you can contact me directly. My contact information is going to be here at the bottom of this slide, and I want to thank you again, and I wish you all the best in your Invisalign journey. Now, I'm going to turn it back to our moderator, David Mollman, who will tell you how you can receive your continuing education credits.
1: David? A couple of quick reminders. Please go to the link that is on your screen right now and take your survey to get your C certificate. Uh, this program will be archived at the Education tab on your VisLine doctor site. I wanted to thank Dr. Black again for a great presentation and for all of you for taking time out on your Friday to join us. We look forward to seeing you on another Ask the Expert webinar. Thanks very much.